Hello, everybody, wherever you are, whatever time it is, whenever you're listening to this pod, and welcome into the pod of Veek Star, Veek Star, where'd you get those Veek Stars? Veek Stars, Veek Stars, where'd you get those eyes? Literally, where did you get those eyes? I'm wondering, but I don't know. Um, hopefully, you got those eyes from your mama or your dad when you were born. But we're talking about food, not body parts, so let's just get to it. Veek Stars. What is going on on this beautiful, beautiful day? It is Tuesday, and we're going to be talking about some fun things. The first part of our conversation is to sushi or not to sushi. And we've talked about sushi before, but have we talked about the fact that you could make it at home by yourself? You could make the vegan version of sushi, which is likely what I talked about before, um, which is its own like experiment an experience within itself that's far more work than making actual sushi but you're going to need all the ingredients and you're going to need all the tools to make it with i recommend if you're going to make sushi you take a trip to like a store that has like specific things like you're going to need the paper you're going to have to wrap it you're going to have to cut it there's a lot that goes into it, but I feel like when you make it homemade, it definitely tastes better. Um, granted, you can get sushi from, you know, any type of, like, sushi restaurant, or you could, if you are lucky enough to have a big Y, they, like, make, like, fresh sushi every day. And, um, if you want to try that, you can. But what I'm basically saying is you might decide that you like eating the fresh-made sushi better than the sushi from the store or the restaurant and plus it's more fun if you make it at home because you really get to put whatever you want inside of it and it's up to you to decide you know what you want it to look like I mean you're eating it I don't think it's going to matter <coughs> if you get lazy enough you could just make a sushi bowl instead of actual actual sushi or you can make actual sushi it's really whatever you want to do um, but I think you're going to have fun in that one way or another okay the next part of the conversation is we have to support our neighborhood restaurants. What do I mean by that? Like, I know it's been COVID for a year and we've been trapped in a house. I'm not saying we haven't ordered off DoorDash, Uber Eats, or um, the other one, whatever the hell the name of it is. Uh, I can't remember right now. There's uh, Deliver.com, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and there's, uh, oh, Grubhub. I'm not saying we haven't been ordering off of them, but we need to try to figure out to, how to support our local restaurants. By being nice to the waitresses, giving them tips, becoming regulars, by going to the same restaurant every time you're in the mood to eat, and supporting them. Like, that's how they stay there. And that's how people are employed. And that's how, you know, it's it's sort of like a happy family. Like, COVID was really difficult, especially with only order out and and having things delivered it really took away that ability to um have more people in there so they can flip more tables because you know that's that's how they make their money they're flipping tables they're living off of tips like um my husband had to say to me like you have to give them tips like yeah you have to support your restaurant and he was absolutely right there's been times when i've been out to eat but not with him with other people where I haven't liked the way something went and I decided not to give a tip. Granted, I think the times I did go out and I didn't give a tip, 
I think that it was warranted. There was one time where the person, like, rushed us from eating. And I guess... I want to be in a situation where... The community is flourishing. You're eating somewhere local, even if it's a couple towns away. You're you're supporting a restaurant. You're supporting the community. You're supporting the staff. You you know you're building like friendships and you're building relationships. And then when you show back up at the restaurant, you're a normal. You're a regular. You know they know who you are. They recognize you. They know what you basically like to eat. Like at Starbucks, they know what your favorite drinks are. We need to get that back. We have to support our restaurants. We need to be a part of our communities. And we need to be excited about that. We are the community. So if we can do anything to support those that work in the restaurant business with tips and service or coming back or being repeat customers or telling someone else that might be in that area to go try that out, if we can do that, if if we can continue this, then the restaurants can stay open and they can survive. So I'm, if you found a restaurant that you love, go there this weekend and have a wonderful meal and leave a nice tip for the waitress or the waiter and maybe even say thank you for the busser. Like when I'm in a restaurant, I always say thank you, you know, just being kind and courteous because they do a lot of work and they don't get enough praise for that. So from one eater to another. May the force be with you, um, restaurant staff, and I'll likely be going to Applebee's tomorrow. So see you soon at my favorite restaurant. We go there every weekend. Anyways, that is the end of the pod on this beautiful Tuesday, and I will see you tomorrow, hopefully on a beautiful Wednesday. Bye!